don't think I make it more complicated. So sure. <laughs> Uh, that's that's what you basing it on just because you don't think <laughs> it's like asking like, you think you're skinny i don't think i'm fat so yeah like wait wait how do you base it on that <laughs> i mean i'm sticking to my answer i don't know what you want from me all right was there ever a time in your life that you think you did make things difficult for people or pe- a person, not just like everybody, but you know, that just like a person, somebody. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I, I don't think we're difficult. Or you were difficult for them. Now that they like on purpose, you was like, I'm going to be an asshole to this person. It was just, yeah, we didn't mess. Yes. And I could see, see, all right, there we go. <laughs> um, Do you understand why you did the things you did or why? Yes. You, oh, okay. You changed though now, right? You're not the same. If you if you and that person interacted now with a fresh start, you wouldn't fall back into that trope. Um, into that behavior, I should say, that trope. <laughs> I think I've learned from that past experience. That's good. That's good. I think I still feel like I was. I feel like. Um, I knew why I did what I did and it was very more protective mode for me. So in theory, I'm like, I don't think I was necessarily wrong, but from their point of view, I know how I made things difficult for them. Mm-hmm. What do you- Although I, it wasn't difficult for me. It was, you know, kind of like survival for me. What do you do when people make things difficult for you? Um... And I'm trying to think of scenarios so I make things difficult for me. I usually um or just dealing with difficult back. people. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking. That's the easiest. I, I feel like it's the easiest way to be non-confrontational. I don't know if that's the healthiest way to go about it. Cause then I guess the people who are difficult never really learn. Because <laughs> uh, they were like, oh, that was their fault. They never re- like you don't confront them with, yo. It depends on said person though, because there's some people that you can talk to and be like, hey, this whatever you're doing is not working for me, or this is causing tension between us, or whatever that is. It depends on the person. Then you have the people who you know just not gonna make that change. Yeah, or you know, well, sacrifice yeah, or compromise I, or whatever. I think the best way about getting a person to change and realize they're difficult is to tell them that. But if the if you say like if you just fall back without telling them, I don't know if they're gonna learn that they're difficult. I believe that if we all strive, I, I've read this. When I read this, maybe when I was in um sociology, we had uh there was like this, a bunch of classes and stuff. I mean, a bunch of different sections. And they said the the role of your partner that you're with romantically is to bring out the best version of you and you are supposed to do that to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I also believe that just in any of our relationships, whether it be romantic or platonic, we should strive to make people who were in their lives easier. I don't know why I put yeah. a question mark in it. Um, this morning I had to, I had, I got a new router and it's like the second one this year. I think the first time we got, I upgraded the, the, the router you get with your ISP. 
I was having difficulty because I have a static IP, right? Which just means that the ISP has um, subscribed or give, given me an IP address that never changes, no matter what. And it helps me with my Plex server and stuff like that so I can be anywhere and still watch TV or listen to music that I have on my server. So I get this new router. This and I got it yesterday. I wake up this morning and um, I'm like, all right, let me go set this thing up. And I'm thinking it's going to be easy peasy. And I'm like, all right, let me go look at this YouTube video. And they're like, all right, download the app and um, wait for the light to turn blue. So I want to plug the old router and everything. And I'm sitting here waiting. It's blinking white. All of a sudden it turned red. And because it turned red, it tells me it's not getting any internet signal. Okay. So now this is not in the morning. I got to be at work at 1030. So I'm going through all this and I said, all right, I know the other router works. Let me see if this will work. So I have to plug up the other router to the main modem and then hook the router up to the wire, the new the new modem just so it can see internet. It works. I get the internet to turn on. Then I have to hop into the settings so I can assign our IP address because those have different settings and then that works. So the next step, which will be after I get done with this is like getting the Google home and the Alexa back on there. I made sure that the thermostat was on the TVs downstairs. And then I sent a text message to Melissa and Sarah saying, Hey, new routers hooked up. Here's the name of the network. Here's the password. Sarah says, you know, thank you so much. Melissa didn't say nothing. She upstairs asleep, but I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty, she's at, she was at school. Right. And this would led me to the question about, do you make people's lives easier? I'm like, they don't know how easy, I mean, how good they have it because they're going to come home. No, no, shit yeah. is just working. Right. Yeah. It's like, that is a great, <laughs> great benefit. And it led me to bleed to talk about this part about life. And I'm guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. Well, we get to discuss in this new generation of kids. And when you get to talking about them, we will, will, will sooner or later you're going to stumble upon. They have it so much. They have it so easy. That's the point. I know it sucks, but that yeah, is the point. Like, every generation, every generation should have it easier than the previous. I know it might suck to admit it. My childhood, or not saying my childhood, me being a kid was way more easier than my both my parents being a kid. My dad was a yeah. kid in the 50s. My mom was a yeah. kid in the 60s. Yeah. Uh, they did not have it like I had it in the 80s. Yeah. And my niece is a kid. What, she, she's seven years old. So she's a kid of the teens or whatever. Like yeah. she got a great life. And it's like, I can't get mad at her for that. That's what it's supposed to. And then, the, you know, the, the kids after her are going to have it even better. Mm -hmm. um, so I say all this, try to make people's lives easier. I think it works better, especially if you try to make a concerted effort to not be difficult to, with people, to understand that everybody does not have your knowledge. Because I think yeah. that's the biggest thing. And one of the things with. I feel like I try to do that when it comes to coaching. When I be like talking to the kids and they be getting in trouble in school or whatever the case may be. And I I'm like, why you do that? <laughs> like, I just said, like, why? I mean, why did that make sense? Well, no, no, no. I said, but look at the outcome. Just say, I'm like, go down this path instead. 
go down there. So I realized today, actually, there was a moment where I felt like something I said stuck, right? Uh-huh. Like during my tryout week, which was like September-ish, these two girls was getting into it, mainly because they're teenage kids and they don't, they don't ask the right questions or they don't show themselves in the best light. The one girl was getting frustrated with not being able to pick up the choreography and the other girl was getting frustrated because it was taking her so long to pick up the choreography, right? Yeah. And then that girl's going like, oh, come on, I get it. And so she'll roll her eyes and the girl who's new trying to figure it out, like, bitch, don't roll your eyes at me. Like, what the heck, you know? Yeah. And they was getting frustrated when it was on this back and forth. And then they, next thing you know, that escalated. And I was like, what is happening? And I asked them, I'm like, what happened? And they like, they tell me, I was like, so you got mad because she knew and don't know it. You got mad because she rolled your, or you rolled her eyes. And how can we have solved this? I said, next time, let's say, hey, please don't roll your eyes at me because this is new to me and it's taking me a little bit longer for me to pick up on it. And yeah. she, one of the other girl was like, okay, you're right. So today they're in practice rehearsal and one of the girls is like not getting some, and the girl was like, oh my God, you be in. And then she stopped. She was like, nope, I'm sorry. Let me, let me, let me be a little bit more patient. And I was like, who is you? And yeah. that one girl was one of the girls that was in this altercation the first yeah. time. So I was like, look at that. I was like, because I was going to correct her, like, girl, you ain't got it. And before I can even get, she said, nope, you're right. I got to be a little bit more patient. Let's do it again. What? Yeah. That, yo, that's a, that's a breakthrough moment. And hopefully she takes that through the rest of her life of like, no, let me chill and relax. And I don't mean to jump ahead. We do not, we're not going to talk about this right now. But your story kind of reminded me with the girl not getting it as quickly um, on the latest episode of Real Housewives of Potomac. I believe it was Candace who felt like a failure because yeah, the IV, IVF didn't. T- and I thought to myself, and I think it was she was talking to Ashley and Ashley was giving her advice. And I'm like, why do we think? I don't know what age. Maybe it has to be when you're a teenager that, that starts hitting you that you think everything you try you're going to pick up to like a fish to water. And I'm like, think about where Candace is at. Maybe I don't know her age, thirties, twenties, what have you. But there was a time, the way that she felt so defeated and wanted to give up and wants to give up on this IVF. There was a time when you d- was learning to walk. Yeah. Your baby self did not give up. There was, you fell so many times and you yeah, was like, no, I'm going cool. to, I'm going to fix this up. So it was, I wanted to like, we got to keep having that mentality. Like we're not going to just be great at every new thing we try to do that's true all right where are we on where are we gonna go from here um i guess this is a good of uh, time as any to give you guys a health update uh because the health update is going to end up affecting the podcast in hopefully a month so i have told you guys well i'm told i've mentioned a few times that i cannot smell i have lost my sense of smell for a while, um, it comes and goes sometimes. I've never lost my uh, sense of taste completely, uh, according to like other people who have been in when I'm in the nasal polyp subreddit. So I'm like, well, at least I have that. But when it gets really bad, a polyp develops. It's non-tumorous, non-cancerous, I should say, in my nose where it stops me from being able to breathe through my nose. So sometimes it becomes difficult for me to sleep. I went to the doctor in 2019. And then uh, COVID ended up happening. So I didn't go further with that, but went to the doctor the Wednesday before last. 
and they shot some stuff up my nose. And because I went so far with it, we didn't have to go through the little stuff. I was like, look, I know I have nasal polyps. So with recently, my right nose, my right nostril, you can see it if you if I point my head up. Uh, so he took the little camera up there. He's like, oh, yeah, that's a big one. Then he goes up my other nose, which I don't ever see anything in there. And he's like, well, you have them in both of your noses, nostrils. I'm sorry. So he was, yeah. So I have to get a CT scan on Saturday, this coming Saturday, when you guys listen to the pod. Um, and then um, I can get surgery. In the meantime, this doctor, unlike the last doctor, prescribed me protozone. Protozone, I think that's what it's called. It's a steroid. Then he gave me this big heads up. He's like, fam, it's going to shrink your polyps. You're going to feel amazing. You still, and I said, say less. I'm still getting them out. Like I can't, I've been dealing with this for so long and I never noticed it. I'm not going to forget this story. I never noticed it until about 2013. And I know Shell does not remember this at all, but we were doing a podcast or we were either before or after we were on Skype. And I cannot remember what I told you. I remember your reaction was, so are you trying to say I stink? And I said, <laughs> I have no idea what you smell like. Now to the listener, y'all I'm like, well, y'all been potting for nine years. I've seen Shell twice in that time. In the three years, though, we were hanging out plenty. Of time. I've been to our house. I have yeah. no smell recollection, no scent tied to memory of Shell whatsoever. During that 2010 to 2013 period, I only can remember two women scent, right? And one of them, I kid you not, she called me after I was getting off of work. And I live in Naperville. This doesn't mean nothing to y'all, but just telling y'all this was far. She lives in Joliet. I go, she had a video shoot she had to do. I go and pick her up, take her to Chicago, drop her off at said video shoot. And Shell was a night out at that time. So I hung out with Shell until the video shoot was over. I can remember that girl's perfume, that scent that day. I don't remember any other time. We hung out plenty of times. I remember that scent. And there was another one. That's it. So it's come and gone for a while. And I can't, ha- I don't have any memories tied to scent. This I week. I was such a night owl. Yeah, just like, oh, come I out. mean, I'm still a night owl. But like now with these early mornings, I'd be like, no man in the bed now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I've been taking this. I have to take two of them a day. Um, I'm smelling my school for the first time. And because uh, I've been I've been at my school for eight years now, it'll be nine in May. And I remember the year, the summer beforehand, 2012, I think it was no 2013 was the summer before I got to uh, my school. Now, I had they gave me this job where I had to go to the, all these schools. Now, this is Naperville, y'all. There was they I guess the schools were old. So some of these schools did not have air conditioning. And I had if it was hot, I had to go to like nine to 11 schools. I can't remember the number and empty out humidifiers. And that might've been the last time I can remember what a school, an elementary school smells like. Cause most of them were elementary. I think maybe one or two were junior highs. That's it. So for me to be at this school for eight years and I'm smelling school lunches and everything, I'm like, Oh shit, this is what that's like. So I'm telling you guys to tell you this. I said all that to say this. My doctor says he does surgeries on Fridays. He's recommended me two weeks of recovery. That's two weeks. There's not going to be a pod. So what we can do 
is bank episodes. And the episodes that will be banked, she's shaking her head, are just games. Uh, just one Patreon. Um, and um, one, two, 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 one equal opposite. So you might be just on um, for a week. But I will give you the heads up. Um, I'm about to say this is in November, December. I don't have a date. I'm just I'm letting y'all know now. Like I don't have a, I still have to do my CT scan and I think I gotta get a physical to let so I can actually undergo the surgery because they have to cut me open. So when that gets closer, you know, once I get the surgery date, um, and because fortunately Love and Hip Hop is wrapping up, we could have a Monday. And here's the here's the big thing too. Um, if you don't listen to the Patreon, you should, because we be having so much fun. I, I'm still over that Me dance. Too. That dance quiz was so funny to me. Um, uh, I have no problem with a random Monday. Uh, even let's say like my surgery's in two the two Fridays from now, but there was no love and hip hop this Monday. Record an hour and some change and break it out to three episodes and just be done. Like we can just do that. Well, that's easy for me uh, because it's not it's not going to be an episode like this. It will be, I have a black jeopardy game. I cannot wait to play with you. I found Ooh. this black jeopardy game and I'm like, this will be fun. Um, so that is the update two weeks. I will let you guys know when we get closer to that and best believe I want, I'm going to be talking to my doctor and make sure it's a full two weeks. Like if he's like, he was like, Oh, I can do it before Thanksgiving. No, no, man. I have two days off already in Thanksgiving. I'm good on that. No, I want to take two full weeks. My doctor was so cool though. He was like, he said, uh, you work for 203? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I like that. You know, my kids went to the schools, blah, blah. He's like, how the benefits? I'm like, they good. He said, okay, just let me know because Dude, you gonna need them so, no, he, this is what he said. He said, um, I recommend a week, but if you want two, it's just a signature for me. I'm like, oh, two. Don't say less. It's like, say less. <laughs> two weeks and I can sit and chill. I get paid for it anyway. I ain't losing no money. Right, right. All right, where do you? Uh, well, I guess it's not as good, but it's might as well. We talk about health. Unfortunately, we we're back again with another death in hip hop, gun violence. Oh my gosh! I don't think you know how there was this period, and it hasn't stopped. It just hasn't been as visual, obviously, of police shooting unarmed black people. And you would tell yourself, well, I can't, I, I don't want to watch that because, you know, I don't want to become numb to it. I think unconsciously we've become numb to just the idea of death in hip hop. We, we, or as far as not numb, it's the same way as when we were younger, you went to the coconuts, the Sam's goodies or whatever, bought the CD you could afford and you sat with that CD because, yo, this is my music. But now tomorrow drake and 21 savage is dropping let's just say friday and you're gonna pick up whatever else is coming out that week and and then by next week you'll move on to something else that's how death and hip-hop is becoming now we can't even sit with it we are barely past pmb rock we're barely past that and now you're just yeah takeoff is dead because of some altercation at a bowling alley that escalated a bowling alley yeah, it was a party for Jay Prince's son, I believe, Jazz Prince. It was called Billboards and Bowling. So oh. around 2.30 in the morning. The crazy thing is I couldn't sleep per usual. And I think they announced it. I said something was like 4 in the morning. 
And I got, I happened to just, cause I couldn't sleep. So I got up and I looked at it, it was like five minutes ago, takeoff is dead. Like, and I was just like, y'all lying. Like I woke up and nobody was talking about it yet. Cause obviously most people would sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I waited a little bit before I said anything. I had to see some more reports. So I'm like, yeah, I was at about 430. I was like, RFP takeoff. When I went back to sleep and woke back up after work and then every, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, work, yeah. And it's one, but now that's on the people who's going to be like, are you serious? I'm like, hey, listen. The, the, yours, you got a great, not a great story, but yours is, it's in, I was not similar, but the way my story was, I woke up, I jumped on IG stories, and I think I saw something like, this can't be real, or blah, blah, blah. It's something like, so my brain didn't even think, I, I was, why would I think takeoff? He ain't even been, the Migos have been, not Migos, he but. He be minding his business. So, yeah, and Takeoff and Quavo dropped an album together. But, mm-hmm. but so, you know, my mind went. It just seemed so unlikely. And I don't even know why. It was, it was, it was like as almost astonishing as like Kobe. As far as it just like, kinda, you, couldn't, you couldn't be like, wait, what? That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, my like, my mind, like, huh? my mind thought Kanye. I was like, did he really like did Kanye do something crazy? Because I was like, oh, this can't be real. He not really. And I was like, yeah, people been thinking that Kanye might be suicidal. So I thought that's what it was. And when I saw Take, I'm like, why was Takeoff? And then you get into your 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 parent mind. Why were y'all at a bowling alley? Who were y'all around? Do y'all know these people? Blah blah. Which they have their own agency. I didn't know Takeoff was 28 years old, but he's been in this game for a while. And I understand you being around certain people in certain environments and that you find comfort in because you've been doing it for the longest of time. There's been two times in my life where I have been in environments where I was not comfortable and both those times were because of women. One time, the first time this happened, I was I met a girl in the PL. She stayed in the suburbs and I remember she said, hey, my family's having this little get together in the city. You want to come through? I'm like, uh, okay, cool. At this time, I had been to the city a few times, right? And uh, so I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll ride with you. Your mom come pick me up and everything. And we go out to the city. Her family's down the west side. I ain't never been to the west side of Chicago. So all this <laughs> shit look unfamiliar to me, right? So I'm out here kicking it. We're hanging out. It started getting late. She got a porch full of cousins, boys. And I get to talking and I talk with my hands because that's what black people do. Dude, what's that? What that? What you throwing up? I'm like, I ain't throwing up. What you throwing up, nigga? I'm like, I'm not throwing up. And I'm like, that point, at that point, I'm like, you got me out here stuck. My family that lives in the city is not on the west side. My friends right. who grew up in, are not from the west the city, side. It's not the west side. Yeah. I'm like, you just got me out here. I kept my hands to myself because I'm not fighting all these people. That's not happening. Absolutely not. Then the second time, uh was this girl took me to a party and again i'm like you and i get it you want to hang out and you you think these people but dudes when liquor get in the system and they don't like the way you look and who's this dude blah blah and they're not their vibe is not friendly because it was like this is what it was it was a kickback get together at a house but there wasn't no stereo it was somebody playing music off a phone and i'm like what what is this i'm like about this is about 20 11, 2012, something like I've outgrown this. I said, we could have just went out to dinner. <laughs> we we didn't have to do this. We're just sitting there. Like, All this right. is not, this ain't fun to me. So for them, 
and I listen, it's not the time to ask the question like Quavo, why were y'all there and what happened? Uh Quavo, I think the only thing Offset has done since they were they had the group had broken up, he's changed his uh avatar to take off. Uh, I don't think Cardi B said anything. I know QC, the I don't label think Cardi said anything. Put out a statement. Um I know now people are wanting to blame music, but violence existed before music existed and because y'all is grown stop but like you are responsible for yourself Didn't nobody make you do nothing exactly nothing that you ain't want to do i get oh because if that's like i feel like if that's that we would have more of the bullshit apparently it's got to be a lot of people who know common sense like oh this isn't something i'm supposed to be doing and yeah. we all were just going off of music everybody would be slapping holes and fucking bitches and and fighting and shooting like literally everybody everybody yeah. in the world i think it's a combination not a combination but partly is people don't value life did you like all right so i would just listen to a pod right like for what i gathered it was over some like poker game or something that was going crazy like a and dice game or something like that a dice game or something like that and like quavo was just sitting there linked against the wall or chilling just being a spectator and you got mad because somebody said like come on is that it's a couple of things where you get to a certain, I don't even know if it's age or just life experiences where I don't want to be anywhere where people have guns unless it's security. Why do like, you have a gun? Yeah, I don't want nobody to have guns. Even if I'm a gun owner, I'm like, do I need to bring it? I don't think I need to be there if I need to bring it. If I need to bring my gun to said place, I probably should not be there. And especially, I brought this up on Studio Flow, the, all the reality TV we watch, the key ingredient is liquor. Do y'all really think I want to be around liquor and guns? Right. Fam, I don't even want nobody to like be, I don't want to be in a situation where your guy, this might have, this probably happen more with men, where your guy be like, he ain't going to do nothing. Relax. But he still want to quote unquote big bro me? Like nigga, you lucky. I, I don't want, no, I'm good. I don't even want that energy. I don't want that new memory of like, this dude stuck a gun in my face. I know he was drunk and he probably didn't know what the safety was on, but I don't want none of that. Right. I don't have the answers. We done been like, fam, we've been potting for nine years. There's been so many hit deaths in hip hop. I don't, I don't know anymore. I, I don't get it. Um, It's terrible. Let's see. Did you get any trick or treaters on Halloween? Rest in peace, take off. I don't want to be just like, oh, rest yeah. in peace. Yes. Um, I did. I don't know. Were I think y'all? The bell <laughs> rang a couple of times, but I didn't answer it. We didn't get anything at all. I know? think the bell rung like twice, like, no lie. Did you guys have any candy at all? Or? No. Yeah, I didn't either. That was the first time in years somebody rang our bell for Halloween. Do but you know what? I blame the lights being on because usually I have lights on. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's the first thing I did when I got home. I was like, let me cut these lights off. I'm about to sit down here, watch some loving hip hop. Let me make sure nobody's going to hit me up. I don't even want to give y'all the implication that um, there's candy. Even though I, I don't know how you guys do it, if it's gone by city or it's done by neighborhood, I do appreciate these little towns having a time for trick or treating. Yeah. When I was young, that fam. Just walk as far as you can walk and get as much candy as you can, and come I back. like how these blocks be coming together. They they coordinate together and got all their lights and all their. I'm like, if you are doing the house, where your kids at? Trick or treat, like hey, y'all. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> also I was so I work at an elementary school, and 
I have we have kindergarten kids. And I was thinking, you know how magical Halloween has to be? Like I was a kid, obviously, but I don't remember what I was how I felt about Halloween when I was a kindergarten. But to see, think about it, you barely have been on earth that long. You got some you got some little memories, some agency about yourself, right? And then you think if somebody tells you, hey, today you're gonna get to dress up and then go door to door, people are gonna give you candy. What? Are y'all serious? Like this is a thing? <laughs> like, yeah. What age is too old to trick or treat? What say you? Oh, like do you thir- remember when you started? I thought, 13? I feel like it and I heard I, I feel like I didn't trick-or-treat in high school. No, nah, no. Nah. And I heard that was like 13. I think it was more for it was probably partly because I'm too old, slash, I don't want the people like you don't want to even if you still have the Halloween spirit in your in your heart, you don't want to knock on nobody's door and they be like, How old are you? And you're like, uh 14, like 15, like fam, nah. But like I feel like the only time you can get away with that is if you got younger siblings and you got to take them trick or treating. But yeah, I was the baby, so yeah, I definitely. <laughs> after like eighth grade, I don't even remember doing the eighth grade, so I'm definitely like grammar school was it, whatever age that was. You know what I love that I love, but it's 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 strange how our society has set us up where you'll go from uh, trick or treating, and by the time you are quote-unquote aging out of trick-or-treating dances hit because i remember being in middle school being so excited for dances and we're like oh hell yeah we're gonna have fun blah, blah. but that's another magical like all right do we lean on this wall do we dance together am i supposed to wait for a boy to ask me am i supposed to ask this girl what if they don't play like what if she asked me and this is not a song i want to dance to like <sighs> life get complicated really fast guys it really does um we got to fall back this weekend. You gonna what you gonna do with your extra hour of sleep or extra hour period? Let's say sleep. <laughs> what do you mean? That is, I I do enjoy the fall back, even though I, I'm here for let's getting rid of it period. But the fall back is, is is a little bit fun. It was fun with the, the fall back was fun when you were when I'm not when I was a night person because man when we were when we would I used to have to close. I used to work at a bowling alley. And I would close and it'd be nice to like get that extra hour. Even though it'd be like two in the morning, but it'll go back to one and you'd be like, okay, it's not that bad. But now I'm, I'm usually sleep by the time that clock change. And then I just wake up. I'm and definitely, then, definitely sleep when that clock change. And just, what I got to do, change the clock on the stove. I think that's about it because the car and everything else is fine. It goes by the car. Your play. car change itself. Car play will do it. So it changes. That's it? Yeah, I think yeah, because it goes it goes by the time on your phone. Yeah, but when you don't have your phone plugged in, I never not have my phone plugged in. <laughs> no. I mean, I usually keep mine plugged in, but I'm just like the moment I'm like, if it's not plugged in, it's just not on the right time. Oh no, no, my phone, no, no, my car, no. Oh, you know what? I don't know anymore. I just adjust the clock. I know it go off my phone because if my if my clock on my car is five minutes behind and, my, and it plug into my phone, it's on time. So I know it got off my phone. But I'm just saying, I'm going to default my regular clock anyway in my car. No, I think because I was going to say my phone, my car has a 3G modem. The modem does not work anymore. It does have Wi-Fi. So I'm pretty sure of it, when I come home, it updates to that. So it don't matter. But like I said, I keep my phone plugged in because I don't listen to the radio. I just listen to either podcast Man, or music. I tried to listen to the radio today. 
<laughs> they was jamming. First of all, I, I, my radio stay on 104.3, right? Okay. It's our, it's our old school station now. And 104.3 <laughs> so jams. Like, yep. So what I do get in the car is like defaulted to that till I plug my phone in. It's always the same songs on, but just need to hear no that. So they was on a commercial break. And I was like, well, let me see what's on my old favorite stations. And I turned to like GCI and Power 92. And I was like, what is this? I don't even know what this is. And then it was on commercials for forever. And I was like, this is why I don't listen to the radio. Because I don't got time for these commercials. Yeah. The only time I actually was listening to the radio, and it might have been a good week, is when I had a free subscription to Sirius XM. <laughs> and I was listening to that. And that was interesting. But they would still play the same songs on there, too. And I'm like, fam, this is the satellite. Y'all got y'all charge people for this. How y'all going to be playing the same music that, y'all, that the, the free stations play? I saw this. Um, I came across this article on Dig, but this is from Reddit. And it said, what are we no longer in the golden age of? Um, I'm going to get a few examples in this list. And I also would like to thank we've been through a couple of golden ages. Uh, Obviously we were through the golden. I think we were on the golden age of Saturday morning cartoons. We were on the golden age of black sitcoms. Mm -hmm. Um, What else were we the golden age of? You could argue video games. We were there from Nintendo all the way to like the Xbox. And then it's become like music videos. Oh, definitely. Yeah. We was there because it starts in the eighties and it's, but MTV still holding on to VMAs, so that's they ain't got no music video. Not at all. That's that's um that's just a little bit. So somebody said, which I wholeheartedly believe, streaming. There was a blissful ten years where basically everything was on one or two platforms, and those platforms were Netflix and Hulu. That's all you had to have if you wanted old TV shows, old movies, Netflix. If you wanted stuff from Fox, CBS, ABC, like the next day, just go to. Uh, uh, Hulu. Now we've more or less reinvented television with the fraction of media platforms, but on demand, which is still an improvement. But come on, it was so nice for a while. It was, it, yo, and I we didn't ever get into this. I was a pirate tur. I know how to pirate well. And when Netflix was around, I was like, there ain't no need for me to just download stuff. I could just watch it here. It's fine. I'm good on this. Um, comedy movies. What was it like? No, we was in the in the prime of parody movies. Oh, the scary movies were the first two with the Wayans was great. I'm gonna get you sucker was amazing. Um, but I was but we still had like coming to America House Party Friday was all in the that that run. (sighs) Boomerang like Eddie was killing it. Martin was killing it. Even though looking back, I feel like they don't even make rom coms no more. Not the same, not in the vein of Booty Call and Sprung. When was the last black one? Was that the was the last black one, the Michael Ely and Kevin Hart when they remade a, About the Other Night? Remember that one? Did you, I think it's, is that, no, that might not, though, was Think Like a Man. Did y'all see that Michael Ely said that Taraji told his ass he was musty? Did you see the story? No. <laughs> so, I see, I see, I didn't see it, I didn't read it, but I saw something about Taraji saying something. I thought it was clickbait, so I ain't click it. Uh, <laughs> Would you have told Michael Ely he was busty? <laughs> so what ended up happening was they were shooting Think Like a Man too, I believe. And he was they was shooting, I guess, a scene in the bed. 
a bedroom scene. And he wanted to look good on camera. So this dude did about 250 push-ups. He said throughout the day. And like maybe he did like a 15 or 20 before she got in bed with her. And that's when she was like, um, you stink. Like you you can't. I'm like, fair, you didn't think about that. He goes, so Taraji, who I love immensely, we're from the same hometown. Uh, one of the coolest people you've ever met. We're doing a scene and think like a man too. And I'm I just had a kid. I didn't get a chance to really work out or prepare for this role, he explained. Right before this scene where I'm shirtless in the bed with her and stuff like that, I did about 250 push-ups, right? Not in a row, in about 20, 25 minutes while they were setting up the shot. Like I said, I was just working my ass off to try and pump with the muscles, get the blood flowing. That's a trick. Yeah, it's called a party pump. That's what everybody does. He continued, I was glistening and laying down with her and we were in between takes. And she's kind of like, uh, like she's like kind of like in here because I'm kind of on top of her. We're just sitting there be- in between takes and she goes to me and she says, hmm, you kind of ripe. She was like, Michael Ely is not perfect. Uh, and I was like, Taraji, you saw me doing push-ups. Come on. You know what I was going through. <laughs> but still, you got to respect her though. Like, she didn't understand I it. believe, I can see. I can see. But I feel like Taraji said it in the most funny way though. Like, yeah. baby. <laughs> Deodorant all set. Come on. Um, the golden age of journalism, I think we're past that. You know what bothers me? Have y'all ever tried to read an article on internet on the internet? And it's so much SEU. It'll say, it'll they'll start off with star, comma, age. Let's do let's do music. It'll be like Beyonce 41 has done such and such and such. The love on top singer is blah, 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 blah. After release, I'm like, you're doing this for Google. Like, it's weird. Nobody talks like this. Just write how you would talk. You wouldn't have throw yeah. in her songs and accolades or her age number. You guys are doing this. So if I look up Beyonce, how old is Beyonce? The 41 in this article pops up. But Google yeah. don't work that way. It's going to tell me on the side. I got to click nothing. I remember when I was younger, that is what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a journalist. I went to school for that. Yeah, I loved it. I like like researching things. Mobile gaming. This, my goodness, guys. And they wrote down some games. They had Doodle Jump, Jetpack Joyride. What was the one where you was the endless runner? Treasure. I forgot what it's called. I was never a phone gamer. I was. We we uh, words were friends. Like ga- words were friends. Like but I am a either numbers or words gamer. Mm-hmm. But like people who actually like play video games on their phone, like that was like never my judge. But like, I don't know if people, I'm sure people do know, but like every day I play Wordle or Quirtle every day. Oh, I do. Um, I like Quirtle with four. And then Sudoku, I would play. Keep your mind sharp. I mean, yeah, I guess I just. Temple Temple Run. Temple Run was the game where it was like, you had to swipe and then, yeah. Yeah. Angry Birds. yeah, I played some Angry Birds, Yo, some played, Fruit Nutria. I played, what's the stupid game that everybody was playing? Candy Crush. Yeah, that, and Sarah's playing this Project Runway, something like that, and I'm like, it's just like Candy Crush. It's like, you're going to just play for, Oh, I used to love No. I, because I used to play it on a computer all oh, the time. Oh, okay. I was like, what before. is No? <laughs> Go ahead, what's the name of the I game? I used to love the cooking games. What's the one? Cooking Mama? Uh, or Day- no, Diner Dash? 
Diner Dash. Mm, oh yeah. man, I played every little version <laughs> of the album, baby. Let me tell you, and every little other renditions that they had of that. They had this one. It had something to do with the burgers, though, and you had to make all these different burgers, and it would be like stack, 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 and they would go to the restaurants. Babe, them used to be my little joints right there. Sometimes I find one on my phone to play, and then I'll play it for like two weeks, then I fall off of it. Oh, uh, there's Fruit Ninja, Flappy Bird, Cut the Rope. Candy Crush Saga, Doodle Jump, Jetpack Joyride. I played a few of them. All right. What other, what other, let me see what other things are in here that shows that we are past malls. We are definitely past the golden age of malls. Oh my God. Yes. You know, when they read, when they, for people in Chicago, they used to have this place called Evergreen Plaza. And it was like, we used to call it Ever Black because. Yeah. Um, so I got my, my uh, first HDTV at me and my ex. We drove out there. Picked up the television and drove back home. It was my first little twenty six right. inch HD television. I was first time I ever went to that mall too. I was like, oh, okay. Growing up, that was the mall on the south. Like that was it was that mall of Forest City Mall, right? Um, and it was the closest. All the blacks would go to that mall because it was convenient. You know, you would go to the mall to style and profile and flirt, or go to the movies, go to the food court, like little stuff like that. After a while, people, you know, stop going to malls or you find, because, you know, for some reason, we don't all like to be around each other all the time. So we find other malls that got less of us in them. Yeah. For instance, like then it was Chicago Ridge and everybody started to migrate to Chicago Ridge. It was probably 20 minutes down the road in the car. Um, so it was, it was harder for your average child to get to that mall because on a bus, it was almost like an hour ride. Mm-hmm. So. Um, anywho, but so people started going to the mall, people started shopping online, people started finding better malls to attend, and eventually Evergreen Plaza shut down. And then they recently, not recently, recently, but maybe like the last, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago, they had knocked it down and they built like an outdoor mall part, I guess you could oh, say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stores, little plaza, whatever. And at first I was like, y'all could have just kept them all if y'all was gonna put more, like just put stores in there. All you had to, but now it's the most convenient thing, and I love it. Little stuff, and it's probably because you're not in a mall full of people. You go yeah. to the one store you want to go to, you get out, you go to your car. Yep, you yeah. don't have to be in the space dealing with all of those people. So, I think plazas, I guess, is what you want to call them, are the new shush. Yeah, we, of malls. we have the premium outlet mall that's right off 88, that's uh pretty popular out here, and it's going to be more popular because um, we have a we I grew up in Aurora, which is a city right next to me. And Aurora has a casino downtown, but they voted to move it, uh, which is cool because it started off as a riverboat because in Illinois, you couldn't gamble on land. You had to gamble yeah. on water. So they it was what like, the rules are so weird. They're like, you guys could change the law, but no, we're just skirt no, around it. So because it was fun. I, I mean, I guess it was fun. I, now I call every casino the boat. Every single casino is the uh, yeah, boat. Yeah, I'm going to go to the boat. So I'm going to go to the boat. They're going to end up moving it over by that outlet mall. And they're gonna oh. not only not only is gonna be a casino, it's gonna be a hotel and restaurants. I was finna say you yeah, that's gonna be a high and, traffic area. Yeah, because right off of eighty eight, and and it, it's doing the thing. It's smart to to move it because you know, Aurora's trying to finally figure out building up their downtown, and we've been down there a few times, and it's it's, it's coming along. But is doing what happens in Vegas. If y'all go into some of them casinos, and especially like the Arias this way, walking if through the front. Of the Aria, you go through the mall, the mall, and the mall ain't nothing but shit I can't afford. But they yes. it's there because 
yo, you hit that jackpot, you gonna go to the Gucci store and the Louis store because yeah, yeah. you know I, I just want twenty grand. I'm gonna drop two stacks on a purse or whatever. Because it's let me tell you how I'm running home. If I I win twenty grand, what? I, yeah, right. but everybody ain't like that, yo. Right. Uh, a few other things. I might spend, but you know what? Like, if I win twenty grand, right? I'm like, oh, I'm about to, I'm about to go shopping since I'm about to buy me some clothes. I've never been a person to be like a thousand dollars on a thing, a five five hundred dollars on a thing that's not electronic. You yeah. know, like I'm not buying a five hundred dollar purse or something. Like that's just it's not it's not what I'm gonna do. Um, but I'll spend five hundred dollars worth of clothes because I get a variety of things. Yeah, from the thousand dollars, I probably spent a thousand dollars on clothes these last couple of months because she is my best friend. Who's your best friend? Shein. Shein is that like an online retailer? Like I've yeah, never seen Shein. it. Yeah, you have. It's S H E I N. Where would I have You've never seen it? No, because <laughs> it's everywhere. That's why. I oh, it's I was like, no. It's like. I felt like people got tired of Fashion Nova and then moved over to Shein. Okay. All right. Uh, what else I got in this list? Ownership. Somebody said, I feel like we just rent, borrow, stream, digital download, a straight up consume and rebuy low quality products. This is what bothers me. So when music became digital, there was an iTunes store, you know, Amazon. Um, you could buy music off Google Play. The best thing about that was I can buy for instance, brought it up, Drake and 21 Savage collab album tomorrow, and guess what I can do with it? I can download it and put it anywhere I want to put it. I don't know why our government want to keep their hands and everything else, but then to say, hey, this should be the same thing for movies. It's not like that. If I buy a movie on iTunes, it is stuck on iTunes. If I move oh, on Voodoo, why do I not get to keep my movie? But I purchased it. It's yeah. mine. <laughs> yes. It's mine. So it, I fill him with that rent and everything is a you, subscription and all these subscriptions are going up. I might have to get back to my pirating days. You know, I have a random like 20 songs that I purchased via iTunes. Random. And I only did them because when I would try to like make music for my girls' performances, yeah. I didn't I didn't like to do like the download it from the internet because then it was just too much like, you know, uh viruses and all this other stuff. I'm like, how can I get this song? So I would just purchase the song because once you purchase the song, you can do whatever yeah. you want with it, right? And so it's a couple of them. I'm actually kind of thankful that I purchased because it's no longer on iTunes to stream. Like, I don't know if you remember that group, Subway, like, let me be a fire in this little game. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Fire is no longer on iTunes. And I was like looking it up for some. I'm like, what are y'all saying? Like, I was telling them, like, it's on iTunes. They was like, no, it's not. I'm like, it's on iTunes, but it's on my iTunes because yeah. I bought it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I got like two or three of them. Up, so I can't think what the other ones are. But like, they don't stream, but I, because I bought them, they mine. That's, um, I had to do that with, uh, while wow, this load up, I think I could pull it up quicker on my phone. I had to do it with soundtracks. I, cause we, mm. we, you know what? That's another golden age thing. We have moved past, yes, right? Soundtracks, so yes. I don't think I have, uh, oh, it's starting to start to load up the time to go through all of these, but I've been, I've been meaning to like either screenshot it or do a, uh, record my, um, what's that shit called? When you, uh, record your screen. And show me. So in my that's how I do it now. So that if, is how I get music now. If I need to 
do something with it. So in my soundtracks, I have from 1984 to 2021 soundtracks, and it is 69 in here. So I have the House Party soundtrack, Six Strictly Business, New Jack City, Boys in the Hood, House Party 2, Juice, Class Act, Mo Money, Boomerang, uh, The Bodyguard, CB4, Who's the Man, Minister Society, Poetic Justice, Above the Rim, Jason's Lyric, Murder Was a Case, A Low Down Dirty Shame, which has an amazing high five song on there about birthdays, Higher Learning, Bad Boys. Let me go through ones that like you can't find. Uh, Don't Be a Menace, uh, the, greatest, the Great White Hype. High School High, t- 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 Love Jones soundtrack, the Six Man soundtrack, the Sprung soundtrack, uh, the Unbounded soundtrack, the, the soundtrack from Ride, Players Club, I Got the Hookup, My Ride, <laughs> Money Talks, Bullworth, Have Plenty. That was a tough one to try to find. Um, In Too Deep, Blue Streak, Love and Basketball. Uh, I even have Mariah Carey's Glitter on here, and the. Because it was, oh, you know what? Because I think I have Mariah Carey's discography. So, and that ended up being, that that movie was so bad. That movie was you so bad. Of, like, throw it away. <laughs> throw it away. Let's just act like it never existed. It's so, so bad. Speaking of bad movies, um, I watched Morbius because I know it was horrible, but it was worse than anything I could imagine. If you have that, don't watch Morbius. Or if you want to watch Morbius, just watch it for a laugh. It's the Jared Leto-led movie about the Spider-Man villain Morbius that Sony put out. For some reason, they keep thinking... Is this a new movie? Yeah, it came out this year? Did Morbius come out this year or late last year? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Uh, So I was like, yo, how bad is this movie? And it was just... I was like, why? And I, I, Morbis was not one of my favorite characters. 2022, yeah. Came out this year. Uh, what's the Rotten Tomatoes score if they even got it? It's, it's not good. And yo, they trolled Morbius to the fact that Sony was like, oh, everybody's saying it's Morbin time. We should re-release the movie. And they put it back out in theaters and nobody went to go see that. I'm like, you don't realize this movie is bad. Stop putting the bad guy movies out without the good guy. I don't know how it is supposed to work. And here's the wildest part. For anybody who's seen, what's the first Spider-Man? Was it Homecoming? When he fought the Vulture? Right? So, in this, uh, spoilers for Morbius, which it really doesn't make any sense. The movie ends. It has, oh God, Tyrese is in this movie, and I don't know what Tyrese is doing in this movie. He's a cop, but it's not good. All right. And at the end of the movie, the Vulture character for some reason, is in this universe. He's, and they have a news thing about it. Like, this guy appeared in an empty cell. So, like, whatever. Morbius drives out to the middle of the desert to meet with Vulture. And Vulture tells him, I don't try, I'm still trying to figure out how this world works. I think it has something to do with Spider-Man. Why? You live in the MCU. You have seen Iron Man. You have seen uh, Scarlet Witch. You have seen Doctor Strange. Why do you think Spider-Man, who swings, can control you jumping from universes? Makes no sense. Anyway, he says, me and you should team up. And then that's how it goes off. And I'm like, y'all really trying to do the Sinister Six without a Spider-Man? I That doesn't sound very interesting. It's not. But if y'all want a good laugh... Just knock yourself out. <laughs> yeah. uh, are we past the golden age of YouTube or the, in the internet? This was on here too as we wrap I, up. I'm on YouTube all the time. I don't know you like the new that. update? I, it looks nice to me. I'm not, I'm not opposed. It, it just, I'm not opposed to it. Just got you know, take a little 
getting used to. And then uh, before we get to Real Housewives of, of Atlanta, Real Housewives of Potomac, Potomac. We, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We saw each other uh, the weekend before last. And you had said you also were enjoying Atlanta. We didn't talk about this on the podcast. The last episode was amazing. Did you see the goof who sat by the door? I did. Oh, my God. I don't even want to spoil it for you guys, but go see the goof who sat by the door. Um, the only spoiler is it's it's related to a goofy movie. And I wish it was longer because black people, we really did adapt to that movie. We really, I don't know if it was because Tevin Campbell, I don't know if it's because it's a single father, but we really did. I loved that movie as a kid. I was like, oh, this movie's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it's a, it's a black Disney movie. <laughs> I think the best part. <laughs> The best part was, I'm sorry for this, guys. And y'all gonna laugh either when y'all see it too. When they were trying to get Mickey Mouse into the movie, and he oh. said, "Why do I want this white boy in this movie?" He's like, "It's a mouse." Like I'm confused. What are you talking about? All right, let's wrap things up with Real Housewives of Potomac, which was it centered around this family fun day, which was unorganized to me. I, I'm S F. AF. I'm not I'm not a party organizer or event planner, but I said I think I might have missed my calling. Because I love putting events together. If I had like shmoney, oh my God, my parties would be um retarded. People oh sorry, not retarded. My parties would be wild. Uh I think people will look forward to my events because I'm very themesy and everything got to make sense and decorations and stuff if i have money the way i want money my i will have parties all the time well, why don't you just start planning people's parties for them and then put the budget and then you take money so you can start building up like i'll i'll do your party but because they you don't you just get the stuff and set it up you're not paying mm-hmm. for their party they're paying you for the services on top of everything so um my big thing with the party was I think there should have been an age limit. Uh, yeah, when, it's all over the place. Some people got little kids, some, some people got, got teenagers. Yeah, who don't want to be yeah. there. Like, what are we doing? Like, she was a good sport, though. Um, Grace? Giselle's daughter. Grace, yeah. I think that's her name. Yeah. She's like 17 or something. Yes. And I, there was an older boy, that older boy, because I don't want to say that because I was thinking about that the other Taller? kid because i was like i have no idea if he's older than that but it was a taller black kid as well but i had no idea his age he could have been 17 too but again i felt like there should have been more for the younger kids i felt like there should have been stations there should have been tables they were sitting on risers and the food i feel like you could have hired a grill master yeah that would have been better so you don't have to sit there with the food covered and waiting and what did you think yeah, about? It wasn't no real thought into that. What do you think about? Like, oh, we got to put an event together. Robin's plan to get Wendy's kids to show up. Auntie Candace, Operation Auntie Can- AC. Let's go. Did she really think that was gonna work? Or, <laughs> or I don't it? really know what she thought. I think Robin. It's kind of like. It's kind of like. If I'm not good enough to participate or we don't like each other, you and me and my kids there, right? Yeah. I'm in agreement with that with Wendy. Because uh, we ain't cool. Like, because we ain't cool, I don't know how you're going to treat my kids. And I think she tried to do it so when you get to reunion or maybe later on the season, she could say, 
hey, I invited the kids. So it was nothing against the kids. It was against you. But yeah. what mother, I think Karen says this, is going to, or maybe going to send the kids without, yeah, it was Karen, I believe. She's like, you know better. Stop that. Like, send the kids without them, all, without them right. being present. Doesn't make any sense. It had been one thing if, like, they was having an event and you invited them, and then Wendy was like, oh, something came up for work and I can't make it. And then you go, oh, maybe Candace can watch them. Candace can play us. You that's different. But, like, you just intentionally, like, well, I still don't want you to come. But to save face, let me invite your kids. Yeah. Um, Wendy, oh, can, how long can, all right, it's a two part question. Do you believe Karen was really sick? Comma, how long can Karen dev- stay away from Sharice? Avoid Sharice. I'm calling bullshit. I don't know if I really believe that she was sick. I mean, she is older, so she could have really been and like... And she's allergic to chicken breath. now. <laughs> out, out of all the that foods, let's, let's go. Which food would you be upset? that you can no longer eat anymore due to health reasons. Chicken might seafood be up there, y'all. Chicken. Because I love me some chicken. wings. I, yo, I'm about to have, i tell y'all about, I'm able to smell, I'm about to go to my wing place right after we get done podcasting. So I'm like, does, how much better is it going to taste for me? Chicken, <laughs> that chick, you can smell it. Yeah, chicken will be up there for me. Um, anything else? All right. Because I don't, I don't think there was anything that we could talk about Mia's relationship with her mom is better. I thought it was it, I don't know who said I think her aunt. This was interesting that she said that whatever age you start taking drugs and become addicted, you stop developing mature mature maturity. So you're stuck. I was like, oh, that makes sense. And so, but I'm glad that Mia was able to see that. I'm like, that's why my mom and me had this strained relationship. Um I think that's it before we can get to Ashley. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, any thoughts on Jacqueline and her PP? Her parent partner? No. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, all right. Jacqueline asked a question to Ashley. It was Ashley, Jacqueline, and Mia. And she said, has Michael done anything to you? And Ashley said, no. Then she said, well, then why are you getting divorced? I think, wait, that's a little, it, it, but, but you can see how Jacqueline and Mia used to be the cool because they have this kind of tunnel vision when it comes to relationship. Mia said later on, she should have had a couple more kids. That's check one, check two, check, and like, that's check how you yeah. looking at this situation. Mm-hmm. I, yo, that all led to, she didn't want to do threesomes anymore. And Mia didn't, I don't think Mia said she did, but Jacqueline was like, yeah, and I, I, man, I can't be these dudes. It's just, all these women who just be doing whatever to make. That's the thing. I was just like, like she was like, he said wild. it was spice up our. I was like, I don't want. But if I mean, you don't want to do it, you yes, don't want to do like, it. I don't like, want to convince. I get working on things and trying stuff out in your relationship, but if I don't want to have a threesome, I'm not having a threesome. Here's the wildest part too. Do any of these women be like, well, not be like, or men too? Because it's good. I'm not just putting on. For people who throw the threesome out there and thinking like this will add to it or this will fix, do they ever fire back like so everything in our relationship is good? We just need to have threesomes? Because usually if you have problems, and sex is not going to be able to I'm fix I'm like, we having threesomes? Great. I know this guy. Yeah. I, I've been wanting to take him down for quite some time. They're going to be like, all right. 
Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, but yeah, that's but that's the thing too. Like they don't keep that energy. Hold on, real quick. Candy girl, you are my world. So, um, about 10, 15 minutes ago, there was a spider on my wall, and I lost track of the spider. And you just found it. I caught, I caught him again. I'm like, let me get him right now. Let me get, get him out of here. Um, but shouldn't that be, you would think, Ashley not wanting to do it anymore would be enough. But also, I think Ashley's not giving us all the information of what led to this. And she can't be completely honest if she is, quote unquote, an asshole in the situation as far as like, look, I married him because I was young and he was security and I got my security and I can move. She can't say that. She's even if that's the truth, she can't go out there and say this. She, you right. But Ashley way too smart to be giving me the ums, the ums, the ums. You right. She could be. You could come up with a better, plausible reason why you y'all ain't together. You you can. You're not a you're not a dumb girl. Yeah. I can't. I, it, isn't it, I would have rather she just said we fell out of love. I was going to go other. there. Like, isn't that enough to be like I'm just not in love with them anymore? Um, whatever like, that may that encompasses everything to me. Oh, we grew apart. He wants different things. We see life differently. I want more kids. He don't. Whatever the case may be, right? Like, we just we're not on the same page. We outgrew each other. Yeah. You couldn't have gave me any of those. You want to give me. Um, you know, he ain't do nothing. He just he, he want to have threesomes. <laughs> yeah, you it. too smart for that, girl. Too smart. So she did meet with her published publicist, Auntie. Like, okay, that sounds like a blog site. Like, go, go to Auntie because the way she spelled it too was A U N T E A, and they got this whole plan together. I thought that what she wrote sounded like a good statement that celebrities put out, and it all went to shit because it came out a little early. Well, the, the the fact that they're separating came out early and he was being demonized and then she couldn't even contact with get in contact with him. Do you think that Michael thinks that, oh, you did this to me, so I'm going to... Possibly. Possibly. You know what? You're right. But then I just, as I talked it out, I thought to myself, even if that is the case, she's still the mother of your child. You don't know what she's calling you for. Yeah, So don't part. don't do that. Like, I also feel like he was like, nah, because I know you're recording right now. I don't think he no longer wants to be on the show in any that type could of be way. It. Yeah. So I feel like he like your hours of rec- recording is from 12 to 4. You're calling me this stuff drop. You're not about to trick me into being on the show. Yeah. Um, I think that was it. I mean, other than Wendy letting Eddie know about the restaurant and he feeling like she got enough on her plate already. But Okay, hear me out about that. Wendy do so much and I never see it. <laughs> I don't. That is not like that. I saw no it. Shade. I saw the Maybe clip of I her. Don't watch the stuff, but like I know that she's a commentator, but I've actually never seen her commentate. Well, they, they um, gave us a clip a couple of weeks ago. Of her they own, did. Own, I, own. I'm saying, like, but I've never turned to like. I think she be on like CNN or something. MSNBC. I feel like I've never MS. Okay, I feel like I've never turned. I have turned to the channel before. I just feel like I never turned to the channel and seen her on there. I know she's a professor. Obviously, I would not see that. I do not attend said school that she professes at. Oh, okay. I did say professors. Um, no, are you right? So. What do you profess? <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, I never, these candles haven't seen them. I don't know anybody who has purchased one. So I feel like you should really focus on one or two of these businesses real hard, real bad, and let that really get out there before you try to add more businesses because. I can't keep you giving me so much and I'm not even really seeing what you're doing. And I wonder what is the long-term goal besides of her showing us what she's doing. 
Is she not satisfied? Because I could see if you are going the Kirk and Rashida route as far as restauranteering where our or candy. This is our name is on this. This is we're for, forward facing. But she's like, I'm only gonna put in twenty percent, and I ain't got to be so. So she, she don't even want to be the front man. So, but even with that, you didn't even need to give us this storyline because you could have just been a silent investor and managed your business over there. But my point is, just like we get candy and a business. We watched three seasons of them building OLG. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you talk about Rashida, we've been watching press for five seasons before she decided that she was going to do a restaurant. Yeah. All I'm saying is you talked about this candle for one season. I ain't seen nothing from it. Yeah. And I think the bigger thing is too, if it's, if you just want to be, there's a couple of ways, there's a couple of things you could do. If you just want to be uh, an angel investor, there are plenty you know, you can go around your city, your town and see who's buying mm-hmm. up what and be like, hey, I put in on this, blah, blah. Or you could just invest in these stocks about because I see what you want to do. I'm like, are you doing it for money? Or are you doing it for the love of the restaurant food business? But it don't seem that's what she's doing it for. So find another thing to invest in that you don't have to, you know. And the Nigerian restaurant is personal to you. Peter, not Nigerian. No, he's Jamaican. He's thank you. So if anything, that's something you should be wanting to be the face of. Yeah, you would think that, but you want, and like, how is he, like, are you, and 20% is not a lot. $300,000 is a lot of money to us, but 20% of, that won't get you say, like, you're not picking our menu. It's like, how much are you going to do? How much poor you got? Especially if it's Nigerian, like, I would need you, but I'm like, do you get final say? You only got 20% of this. If I don't take as good. I think a Nigerian restaurant would be clutch. Yeah, it would. It's a great idea, especially if it's like a lounge. What? That's good you. All right. That is the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. You can tweet me at one and only. You can tweet Shell. And sex to Shell. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on the Snappy Chat. I mean, it's with a Z Shell. Hopefully, we'll be back Monday night. I still got to watch. Uh, it's a couple of things, guys. I have to watch the Where Are They Now? I know Sarah watched that a little bit. And guess what? I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on this. Maybe this might be one of the the uh, episodes uh, we might bank. I started watching that happily ever after. BT might have a hit on their hands. This shit oh, is. Oh, shit! I forgot about that. They're three episodes in now. I started watching it today at work, and I was just I I had to switch to uh, our Real Housewives of Potomac, obviously, to you know because we cover that. But I'm just watching. I'm like, this is interesting. This is this is crazy. I did watch an episode of The Surreal Life because I was watching that to wait for the. Um, where are they now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Robin, uh, yeah, I saw that episode too. <laughs> like, whew, he got a lot going on. He got a lot of going on over there. All right. Make sure you check out other podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, support on Patreon. Until next time, guys, I say peace. She says, bye.